Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay Crown Insight and these are going to be our weekly messages. I'm really sorry if it sounds a bit echoey in here. I've been moving some stuff around um, and hopefully the, the sound is okay. There's a lot of shit going on with communication. I said that last time as well. So just bear with me as we go forward, right? On the screen right now, if you're watching this video, you should see me pulling the cards. And the card that, oh, I didn't take those because there was a couple that came out. This deck's a bit like that. It's a bit difficult to get, just get one card out. Like, you know, it's a bunch that will fly out. Um, it's a very Piscean deck. And this is the first week of Pisces season. I think the sun moves into Pisces at by quarter past four in the morning here in the UK. It is in Pisces, right? So, which will be a little earlier if you're in the US. Um, a little later in the day if you're on the other part of the eastern part of the world from the UK right so the card that came out there is that she of the lotus interesting card and i'm gonna read that while i'm pulling the rest now i do want to admit something i'm recording this very early because i want to get this done before i start on the pisces season reading so this is my actual first look at pisces season and here's the thing this is the third time i pulled cards for this weekly um I'll tell you why. First time, it wasn't recording. <laughs> I don't know what I did. I thought I'd hit record. I had just started the, the virtual camera. If anyone that uses OBS, which is what I use to record, um, it brings up a, a red light as if you're recording, but I'd hit the thing underneath it. And it, the rune that comes out, so you're going to see the rune that comes out here, is Bacana. And when I pull the, those cards, Here's the interesting thing. So the 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 oracle card that came out was Snake, the same oracle card that's come out here. I think it was something like Surrender. It wasn't She of the Lotus that came out. It was another card that came out. Um, from, I think it was Surrender, which is so like Hanged Man, Pisces energy anyway. But the rune is Bacana. And I was thinking, hang on a second, that's the rune for this week. And I know I'm not reading for this week. I'm reading for next week, right? Um, and so I, I put it all back. I mean, I'd noticed it now. I, I wonder if that happened so that I would know for real that Snake and Bacana are this reading. Because when I went and pulled the cards again, as you can see, I recorded it this time. Um, Bacana came out again. So this would be this. It's come out for last week's weekly. And it's the message for this week's, which is, um, which says something, but we'll see what it says. I'm going to read you she of the lotus now i kind of like i don't know this this deck is a little weird this oracle deck and it's the what is it called beyond lemuria oracle deck in that it's a very personal way that the artist um i think it's the artist yeah the artist who created this deck who's called izzy ivy love that name um speaks about it from the point of creation of this is why i did this or this what is what came up for me when i channeled this artwork and stuff so in that sense that is fascinating um but as i read it it's not me saying it i'm speaking for the the artist right the person who created this um created this deck right okay so let me begin reading this so she of the lotus and there are some key phrases here which say shadow work addressing dissonance 
seeing downfalls as the flip side of superpowers, loving yourself back to wholeness, the beautiful lotus that grows from murky waters. And I love that. I've always loved that imagery. Disempowering triggers, bringing light into your dark corners. Now, why would this come up for Pisces? I always think with Pisces, especially when it's Pisces season, um, blind spots get illuminated. You know, the sun going into Pisces. There's this thing about blind spots being um, revealed. Now, you know, before I get to this, the oracle card that came out the, from the wild unknown animal is an earth element card and we've got you know earth page of earth which is page uh, page of pentacles hermit and the seven of earth coming up there which they are also earth energy right so of course it's pisces season but the next um lunar event that we've got is a full moon in virgo so there's this kind of energy coming in of physical practical reality so we'll be releasing Virgo things, right, of um, what habits are not working for us anymore. Like we can take that very literally, but it's a much bigger sense, right, because it's Pisces. It's not Virgo season, it's Pisces season. So there is a deeper aspect to this. In fact, I'm not surprised that the Seven of Earth comes up here because it's like the question of the Seven of Earth. This is the perfect, I mean, it's a Taurus card. But Earth is Virgo, right? But the sevens, when we ask the question, what is worth my time, effort and energy? What is worth whatever, right? We ask for the sevens. The seven, the number seven is from a very kind of Neptunian Pisces, the way that I read the cards. It is that. It's not like the question we ask at the four. It's a four and a three, right? That If you look at it that way, which is what have I already built? What am I creating? And we pause for a moment, say, is this worth it for me? Like, what, what am I doing with all of this? Like, why is it worth my time, effort and energy? But in service to what? And the answer, because it's a seven, is never going to just be, oh, yeah, well, I'll make more money. Even with the earth, it's not that. It. It's a question that we ask from the highest perspective of who we are or the deepest parts of ourselves. So let me continue with this. This is what she wrote, our Izzy Ivy, who created this wonderful deck. Originally, the title for this Oracle deck was going to be the language of light. It was not actualized in that incarnation as other layers of meaning needed to be honored. The fuller spectrum I was guided to bring down, sorry, to bring through also included the shadow in and that's wonderful wonderful that she says that um in hindsight choosing to deepen the message of balance that the lemurians were bringing forth through this work meant i had to experience my shadow now what's fascinating about this coming up here is that whether you checked out my brilliance talk whether you've listened to that ramble that i did right there is no light without shadow there just isn't like you know even if we're looking at you know candle and it's casting a shadow somewhere or whatever we're not even looking at it from that literal place in that to go and explore your shadow you must take your light there to you know really cut off the head of the hydra it must be raised up into the light so there is that relationship there's always that relationship between the light and the shadow um, it's one of the reasons you'll hear a lot of um, astrologers or readers, they have a problem with the term light work or love and light, right? Because it's half the story. 
it's half the story and so they don't want to give the impression of that this is just about all light stuff the light is needed in the darkness that's what the light is for that's when you see the light is in the darkness so this is what she says let's continue my shadow encounters brought light into nooks i didn't know i had if there is a way to fast track your growth it is by being real with the shadowy or unloved parts of ourselves there was a time when the concepts of shadow work and self-love seemed relevant but i was vague as to what they really meant i knew the next part of my journey was exploring them but how that would happen was quite mystifying <clears throat> excuse me the shadow and self-love are big topics to unpack and unraveling them took me on quite an adventure and i think a lot of us can relate to that right unfortunately i thought shadow work was about digging up as many issues as possible and that being present with them meant wallowing in them yeah i think a lot of us can relate to that too without tools for expanded awareness i found myself drowning deeper in the upset of it all and creating more of it in the process and just from interactions i have i think there are still a lot of us that that think that you know oh it's about you know um the pain of it or wallowing in that and I don't feel like it is, not when light is present. My journey for clarity took me to Cambodia, where I met and mastered the art of perspective and indirectly finding growth points in a way that spoke to my being rather than my mind. That sparked a three-month journey into the farthest reaches of myself. I realised I had a lot of unlearning and self-acceptance to do. The years of trying to be the best that I could be created constructs in my self-identity. My striving wasn't as healthy as I'd thought. By discarding traits that seemed ugly or hindering, I was also rejecting sides of myself that were quite wonderful. They were two sides of the coin and equally they were part of my true nature. And I love this and anyone that's listened to me ever on anything, I know I feel the same way. I feel exactly the same way. I think shadow work is not about being a perfect human. I, I don't like this notion that they could even, I mean, to, not that we can't be. I think perfection is in the flaws. It's in how we carry our scars and how we carry our wounds. It's not about erasing, uh, erasing every awful thing that ever happened to us and never feeling anything difficult. I think through this process, we get better at feeling the more difficult things and if you did listen to my which thank you if you listen to my unedited ramble that was a science experiment that i did for myself um in in you know i there was a part in that i think that i said i don't i don't ever want to be a human being who only is capable of feeling happy happiness joy peace i don't want to be this kind of zen master where nothing bothers me like I, I you know that's just not fun for me um, and there's nothing wrong with that if that's somebody's aspiration of somebody becomes that like fair enough and I gave the most superficial reason for not wanting to be that which is what it is true is one of them is I love stories whether it's a movie whether it's a book whether it's somebody sat in front of me telling their story and I love that experience of being moved by their story by feeling their pain by empathizing with them by suspending my disbelief like all of that stuff uh, i i want to get caught up in the experience of life i want a whole experience of it which is an emotional one too i don't i've done that for a long time i know how to think my feelings it took me years and years to work to feel my feelings 
and it's two fish with Pisces. Trust me, one of those fish is not interested in feeling um, the kind of joy and ecstasy and spiritual bliss. You know, we get glimpses of that and there's a purpose for those glimpses that we get of spiritual bliss even, um, of ecstasy. They, but we can experience that and we recognise it. I mean, how amazing would it be? Would it be even be amazing if we felt like that all the time? Would it lack meaning? Would chocolate be as amazing if all you did was eat chocolate? For how long, right? Okay. So when we discard any part of ourselves, we are throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Often our greatest strengths are our greatest weaknesses and vice versa. When we reject when we, blah, blah, when we reject or deny parts of ourselves, we end up feeling hollow, lost and detached, soulless. That's what we end up feeling, soulless. When we take them out of the trash and work with them through compassion, gentleness, and compassion is a big Pisces word, gentleness, honesty and non-judgment, we can shine a light on these shadows and see them for what they are. Incredibly, my perceived weaknesses vanished as I peel the layers further and further back to explore the past experiences that accompanied them. Accepting the shadows enough to bring them into the daylight was usually all it took for me, for, it took for them to dissipate. And that is what happens. That's why I would say awareness is the, the key thing. The more you become self-aware, right, that is what changes things. And that's the light of your awareness, even if you bring that to something. Um, so accepting the shadows enough to bring them into the daylight was usually all it took for them to dissipate. Their power dissolved and I could see them for what they were or rather were not. Paradoxically, self-love is a catalyst for transformation. And that's why we get the snake there. Alchemizing painful triggers is an opportunity for awareness that helps us reclaim more of ourselves. As the dense spaces begin, begin to evaporate, we can be filled with more light, more love, and we create an upward healing spiral. I've come to learn that shadow work and self-love are practices to implement on a day-to-day -day basis. There we go, there's the Virgo part, right? When we merge this awareness with moment-to-moment -moment consciousness, dense, densities don't even get a chance to form. We can then live and love even bigger. And this is true freedom, self-empowerment and where authentic love and light can radiate now. Yes, this is the first week of Pisces season. You know, there were two words that came to my mind as I started to sit for this reading, which was Rendezvous Alley. And I thought, why is that coming up in my mind, right? So I went and had a look at the, the chart. As we start the week, you've got Mars and Venus meeting one, the, you know, the cosmic lovers meeting one another. You've got the sun moving towards, I mean, by the end of the week, it'll be, I think, a, a degree or two away from Saturn. So you've got that meeting going on. You will have, at the beginning of next week, you're going to have the North Node and Chiron meet, right? And then at a longer, I mean, you can see them. I think there'll be something like nine degrees apart. I don't know. They'll be moving closer and closer. They're slower moving. It's Jupiter and Uranus. So rendezvous alley, right? If I call this video that, that's where it comes from. Um, there's a lot of rendezvous happening and rendezvous with destiny as well. But I get why this is coming up in this way because to really experience whatever we need to experience. I mean, think about this week before last week, we had that instability stuff. And trust me, 
I took that to heart. A lot of the things that I've been doing and showing up from have been embracing instability at a core level. And I shared that. There's a little voice note of me on there. And part of it is what I'm saying about self-love. You know, I can give you an example, actually. And I, if you're on the Discord server, you probably already heard it because I shared it. And I had a... I'm just thinking, should I? No, I'm going to... I'll finish this after I've told you this little story because it feels more important. So I have been embracing instability, right? In whatever way, there'd be, that'd be too many to do in a reading like this to, to share. But I've, you know, I share on the Discord server. I've been sharing things that I've been doing, how I show up, communication, all of these things, right? They are very destabilizing. Now, what is destabilized? If you look at my life, it looks stable. I feel unstable from, from doing that. And that was that week. So um, two weeks ago before this, that, what was it? Stability is your foe. And I thought, oh, is it? So I'm not trying to throw out the stable me. I'm trying to bring in, remember what I keep saying? We're not kicking anyone off the stage. We're bringing other factors, other parts of ourselves onto the stage. This is integration. It's, it's very, it's, it's not about removal. It's not about letting go of things. It's about what else can we add? And I woke up, um, what was the day? Friday the 9th so the day that I recorded that I woke up and I was I'd had a dream and in the dream I was in my I was in a hotel room right in it but the the actual dream part was I think I was in my dad's car or I don't know we were driving around and everyone's phone started going off and there was this video that was getting sent out to everyone right there was a video of me and I wasn't doing anything in the video right that if I I, I looked at it and it was sent to my phone as well. And I looked at it and it was like as if there was a um, a camera, like, you know, one of those CCTV cameras in a hotel room. And I was in the hotel room. I wasn't getting undressed. I wasn't doing anything. I was in front of, you know, that had those big mirrors and a desk in the hotel. I was looking in the mirror, you know, probably checking, I don't know, my skin, whatever. I check in the mirror and then there was a desk chair then I was sitting on the desk I was like pottering around this desk but it wasn't so I'm in an unfamiliar place and it's me in a private moment and I knew immediately I mean I've been doing my whole dream thing for long enough um and I shared this on discord as well that I realized Jay you feel vulnerable and exposed that's that's how I felt now the other thing that kicked in immediately with that realization was to hermit mode i call it isolation mode right um i think to hermit mode i think you can hermit mode in a room full of people so i do not mean that when i say hermit mode i mean isolation mode and i throughout my life this has been i haven't done it for years and i haven't even felt the urge for years and it was shocking to me that that urge came in but interesting at the same time this is the beauty of aquarius energy where you can kind of detach and look at it and think oh god why is this coming up so, I mean, this is an example what I'm showing you of this, what what this card's kind of talking about, what can come up, right? So feeling vulnerable and exposed. And my immediate instinct is to go and isolate myself. Now, somebody asked me, what does isolation mode mean to, mean to you? Now, here's one of the things. When I want to isolate, I don't want to be asked questions. I don't want to explain. I don't want to be seen. I don't want to interact with anyone. I did I did keep interacting and do whatever 
And I was on my way out. I had 10 minutes. My friend was coming to pick me up and I was getting ready after my shower because I, I was going out and I left a voice note and I said, you know what? Isolation mode means not. On it's too easy to not answer this question because that's what isolation mode would be. I don't need to talk to anyone. I don't need to explain to anyone. I don't, I don't want to be seen. And through the years, I've seen that, you know, on on the one hand, the tendency is always there to you know, say, well, I'm just like that. And you can justify I'm just like that with, oh, because I'm an Aquarius. Aquarians do this or whatever. Bullshit, right? I am who I am, not what some astrology book dictates or what some stereotype is about any of the signs, right? Or I've done where it's like self-care. I'm feeling vulnerable, exposed. I need to go hold myself, and, and which is bullshit, right? And these are all layers that I've gone through to understand this about myself, which is why I don't do isolation mode anymore. You see me, I will show up. I always show up. In fact, now when I don't show up, that tourist season I took off last year, that was uncomfortable for me. I did something uncomfortable. I do not retract into comfort. Um, what are some of the other reasons that I could have given for isolation mode? Um, oh, self-care or... I... Here's, here's the thing, here's the truth, that I was feeling unstable. And so did I want to hide my instability? Like I didn't want to show up when I was at my, my most unstable? Yeah, probably. Why? Why? It wasn't for judgment. I mean, at one point it would have been that, you know, for the judgment of it. Um, I think more of it, you know, I could have even used uh, to protect myself, you know, and I think a lot of inner child, inner parent dynamics, um, we those perfect excuses to say i'm protecting myself right which was bullshit because i don't need protection you know um that's cancer taught me that they're my feelings and i had to feel them and because i'm aware of my feelings and had to manage them you know that's i learned that from cancer from scorpio from pisces right that i can feel my feelings and no one can hurt me they're my feelings i take ownership of them and now i had to feel my feelings so then was it and I, this is the, the more truer part of this, is to protect other people from me. That when I'm unstable, you know, erratic, or I could say something, or I could be flippant, or I could hurt someone, right? Um, projection of my own vulnerability. Then that's not my job to protect anyone from me. It's my job to show up as who I am authentically. And the statement that I made was, I love myself enough that even if I screw up, I used a, a very vulgar word I used on purpose um, in that voice note. But if I'm the worst person ever, like, you know, you know, because I'm in a mood or because something's going on and I end up doing the worst thing ever. I love myself enough. I accept myself enough to be able to deal with it. I don't need anyone else to love me in that moment or whatever. So that, I think, is shadow work, realisation of what's going on within you but also like bringing self-love into it. And so I shared that. And so I didn't feel like going out and seeing friends, but I did. And I was fine and it was good. And I spent the Aquarius new moon with friends. So that's an example of the, how I would relate to this. How, what's the example for you? All right, let me finish reading this now. What was the last bit I said, which I, is what reminded me of this? It says, we can then live and love even bigger. And this is true freedom, self-empowerment 
and where authentic love and light can radiate. A true light bringer shines light in all the corners so shadows can be acknowledged and released. None of that, what I said about myself was said was with any kind of judgment. It's just how it is, right? They're just the processes that I've been through, but I, I'm aware of them. I'm aware of them. Here's the divinatory meaning of this card. Take a look at any unconscious patterns that may be running you. Are there, and this is perfect Pisces Virgo language. Are there elements of yourself you need to take out of the trash, dust off and reabsorb? Shadows can be painful or tender to the touch. So can your skin after you've shed it with the snake. Um, sensitivity is an area that can be a trigger that shows us where we might want to spring clean some of our darker, forgotten, ignored or hidden corners. Accepting our shadows is the first stage in restoring ourselves to wholeness in self-love. Peel back the layers where there is shame, guilt or fear and bring them into the daylight. Under a loving and compassionate light, they will resolve and reassimilate so you can re-engage with your superpowers. Love it. Uh, let's talk about snake. Here's the keywords of snake. Guardian of unawakened magic and creative potential. The snake is a symbol of our highest potential. It is said that Shakti, which is, Shakti means power. And here it says our creative life force. And, you know, think about Mars and Venus, meaning that is a creative life, creative life force. Um, our creative life force lies dormant at the base of our spine in the form of a coiled snake. Regardless of whether this image rings true for you, it's well worth considering the amount of unawakened or untapped potential. What would life look like if you wake it up? How can you stir it from slumber? An experienced yoga or meditation teacher can lead the way, make haste. The snake card appears when there is no more time to waste. When in balance, prosperous, creative, charismatic. When out of balance, starts and stops many things. To bring into balance kundalini yoga meditation. Now, what I get from this more than even what it says, and you know, and that untapped power speaks to lotus, right? If you have a new opportunity to do something, if there's something like you know, you've had some kind of a windfall, or there's something that you could I mean, think about those stories of those millionaires that they've lost they're even more broke than before they got their lottery win right those lottery winners that's what i'm talking about not millions lottery winners because they never changed they didn't change their relationship with it and change what they did all it does you know whatever habits you've got you just do them with a bigger paycheck like a, a bigger bill that's what how you do it it does not change you Having anything in the world, it doesn't change. Fundamentally, you are who you are. So to, I mean, I'm saying this with a nine of fire, which is a nine of wands here at the end, which is, it's about doing it differently, wrapping it up, the way that I give energy to this, the way that I restore it, that it has to change. That getting a million, losing a million, you know, um, having self-love, not it won't change. You don't love yourself more because now you've earned a million pounds or won a million pounds. That's the greatest myth, right? And you might do it for a little while. I mean, you've heard so many actors and stuff that who are spiritual actors, musicians, who they've talked about how, you know, they wanted fame. 
and it wasn't enough like you know they got it and they thought they'd be full it's like that hungry ghost kind of energy and it's that it didn't do anything for them and that's and it wasn't until they had a spiritual practice or figured out you know faith in a religion or a god or whatever it was for them um they had to change right they shed the skin of something and so with this snake i do get that i mean the symbol for um aquarian insight if you've seen this at the beginning of this video is the flower of life the sacred geometry of the flower of life i love i do love that and that's why i've got it as my logo i mean it's on this i just realized it is um on the screen right here right at the bottom um so yeah you know but think about that when you shed a skin which it takes a lot of power right it takes a lot of um strength and energy to shed a version of ourselves to stop being someone or an identity whether that's literally in life or whether that's within ourselves There's, and i think it's in the, the mystical shaman oracle where it talks about how you know this the the skin is raw and it's 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 not been exposed it's not hardened yet you're more sensitive so if you have these feelings come up and you feel more sensitive or, you know, this shadow work's never going to end. And it's like, no, it never ends, You but you just get better at it and you work through it faster and faster and better and better. So let's read Bacana, which is Growth, Rebirth, Birch Tree. And I'll read it again. Um, I say again because I read it last week. Another of the cycle runes, Bacana represents a form of fertility that fosters growth, both symbolically and actually. The growth may occur in the fears of the world, in family matters, in the relationship of the self to the self or to, or to the divine. A rune that leads to blossoming and ripening, Bacana is concerned with the flow of beings into their new forms. You see where we're going? Its action is gentle, penetrating and per pervasive. What is called for here is to consider your issue with care and awareness. First disperse any resistance then accomplish the work. For this to happen, your will must be clear and controlled, your motives correct. Any dark corners, and we've got another thing coming up about dark corners, and it would do. Pisces, 12th house, all of that energy is the hidden. It's blind spots. It's that which we're not consciously aware of. Um, so where was that? So um, any dark corners should be cleansed. This must be carried out diligently and sometimes with expert help. Modesty, patience, fairness and generosity are called for here. Once resistance is dispersed and rectification carried out and seemed to hold firm, then through steadfastness and right attitude, the blossoming can start to occur. Now, I want you to consider this. I'll read the reverse in just a moment. In that Pisces is December, really, right? It's I mean, That's how we see December. It's the end of the year and we're about to start a new one. But in the zodiacal cycle, this is the last season. The next one is Aries, a whole brand new year. And, you know, with the Aries, with the I am. No matter where you have Aries in your chart, you have the ability to become someone you know. You know, and, and maybe we're at that point where the skin is just coming off at the moment. We're shedding. So think about this, that one of the, the very easy places to to uh, say easy um easy for me to describe it i guess rather than do it is where are we shedding people places things but not our own skin where do we want to remain the same where our identity is the same 
right? The lotus grows in the murky water. Where do we think that we will grow into something better? I mean, this, this, I said it right at the start of Aquarius season and say to you in Pisces season, that was, we've still got so much Aquarian energy going on. I mean, at the time of um, this week, which will, what was it, 19th to 25th of February, uh, the sun will be in Pisces. Mercury is going to be in Pisces. You know, Venus and Mars will be meeting one another. That fertility, right? That the mass, divine masculine, divine feminine meeting one another. So what is brewing? How what are we giving birth to? But who is giving birth to it? In what way? In what are we doing? How are we showing up? How are we dealing with our sensitivities? Reversed. Events or more, or more likely, and this is the bit, aspects of character interfere with the growth of new life. You may feel dismay at failing to take right action, but rather than dismay, what is called for here is diligence. Examine what has taken place, your role in it, your needs and the needs of other people. Are you placing your wants before the needs of others? Strip away, that's a theme, strip away until you can identify the obstacles to growth in this situation, then penetrating gently imitate the wind. You may be required to cultivate the soil once again, yet through correct preparation, growth is assured. So that's come up two weeks now, that, that rune. Now, I want you to consider this because we've got the Ace of Fire coming up in the past. I don't know, like that light shining on it, but hey. Um, the Ace of Fire, which is, the, you know, the Ace of Wands. And this is, this could be inspiration. And I'm going to use that word very carefully. And if you're on Discord, you know I've talked about inspiration quite a bit. I think I've even mentioned it in videos. Inspiration, when you're inspired, and that's what we want, right? We want to walk around inspired all the time, which actually means to be um, intoxicated. If you can think of inspiration in that way. Um, and it was a writer. He was giving a course on like a short, had to write short stories and stuff. He was talking about it. And this was the most profound message. Like all the rest of it, I thought, okay, I know this. I know this. And that's interesting. Yeah, I get that. The breakdown of the story. But I loved this bit. It stood out to me where he said, he gave the advice, never write when you are inspired. And I thought, hang on a second. That's a bit strange. And when he explained it, I thought that makes sense. He said, inspiration is a mind altering drug when you're inspired it's a mind-altering drug and when you he goes you wouldn't drive if you were under the influence so why write when you are inspired the inspiration is not the work that we do the inspiration is there for us to be changed now you can think about that in the same way right and one of the things that I shared when I was talking about this was if anyone's ever seen um, those drawings that people do, those experiments that they did on people that took acid or whatever, right? It dropped some LSD and they were watched and told, it was an artist told to draw and the different things that he drew and his behaviour was noted. Um, you are changed by the, by the, the act of being inspired, you are changed. That's the key thing coming up here. It's the first thing to kind of really look at. How have I changed? How am I being changed? What is being revealed to me about me? Now, this is not just inside yourself because we've got Earth coming up here and we've got full moon in Virgo um, coming up as well, right? So it's not going to just be about 
who you are or you know what someone's just screaming that's so weird it's not going to it's not just going to be um about you are changed by your inspiration but what inspires you and let that that changed version of you show up now you could be the most inspired person in the world you can have the most greatest ideas that you've ever had right you can have this idea for a new business or to get fit to do whatever right you've got this this passion project something it's not inspiration that's going to get you to do it it's going to be hermit page of earth seven of earth right it's it's going to be your diligence it's going to be your discipline it's going to be you showing up discerning that this is what i want to build and work towards and you know um it, to put it another way with mars and venus meeting i can get you know anyone can get pregnant really in that sense right if you you know um in, in a meeting or cultivate something like grow something i don't just mean pregnant as a person but you know you create something two people two minds come together you get an idea to grow something in the garden it needs cultivation it needs discipline you need to come and water it every day you need to take care of yourself if you're going to have a kid like you know you know all of this stuff but there's a seed like there's something there's a spark rather because it's not earth it's fire that comes up um so we've got that in the past but then over here on this side, they were coming in with these energies, right? So this got this spark and we've got Hermit and the Page of Earth. Now, they're, they're both Earth energies. If you have a look at this Hermit card. It's a door and it's got keys hanging above it. That's a strange depiction of the Hermit. I will say that in this deck. And this is the good tarot. Um, in fact, let's see, because they have these, they have these phrases in the, if I've got the book here, they have these phrases of what they, a little bit like an oracle deck. So I don't usually do that, but let's just have a little look. What do they say about this hermit? It's the card that will talk to you. Oh, here. Uh, hey, interesting that it comes up because it's coming up here. Oh, wasn't last week's message something about taking a pause or taking a break or taking a time out okay that makes sense um because it says hermit time out sometimes it's necessary to take time out for regrouping and introspection this is a temporary experience but one necessary for my growth when i step back retreat regroup and renew i have a clear perspective on everything in my life now underlying we're coming in with that page of earth is why regrouping to do what this what are you discerning because the hermit the only person that has the power to affect change in this situation is me the hermit does not where he is not what he has not what he's doing not any of that kind of stuff it's that realization that's why he takes that step back to regroup is to figure out what is my power in this situation and the page of earth says that power comes from values. Anyone that's watched the series Sweet Tooth, I'm reminded of that by this. I mean, you need to sneeze. All right, sorry about that. Right, okay. Let's get some cards. That was very quick. The moon. So, I mean, it's Pisces season. So, we've, I mean, has this been going on for a year for some? But I also want to think about, or oh, six months could be from Virgo season. 
is it that there's a spark right and then the moon is the shadows if you come up with any idea to do anything anything right the first thing you will notice or what you will hear and you might even hear it from other people and if it bothers you when other people say it, it's because they're just speaking your own inner fears to you right which is like oh god i don't know how it's going to turn out i don't know if i can do this right um you see the shadow of it you see exactly what that she of the lotus was talking about so if you've got this little spark um this idea something inspiration even the moon is well i don't know where it's gonna go i don't know what's gonna happen from that wow all right so the hermit and the ten of pentacles let's see what the page of earth has Oof. so if you've got the think about that right so i have the spark sparks in me and i'm looking at and i can't see where it's going to go you know it's can do i have the faith can i walk this path with faith right that's the moon it's illusions you don't see clearly that's this is where you see the shadow this is where you realize your fears this is where you don't have certainty you don't know what the hell's going to happen you don't know where it's going to go you don't know anything about that and the hermit in a way is saying well you know i don't need to know where it's gonna go because at the end of the day i only have a spark so you have an idea for a book right and you're like oh god will there be publishers or does anyone even want to read this or so anyone even understand my book the hermit says well and that's if you've ever had a virgo then you know a virgo will say this to you the, the it's going to say well have you got a writing practice are you going to sit and write it every day like, isn't it a bit premature to be worrying about what's going to happen with the spark when you haven't even put in the long-term commitment to make this a reality right and so with the page of earth and strength coming up there it's what is going to get me to do that where is my power right hermit and strength card where is my power to bring this to fruition to make this a thing to bring this to life page of earth and strength is to, i have must look deep within myself to what my values are why am i doing this what are my values now that part of yourself that you look at and you might have already done this right because we're coming in with this energy that may be that the realization of that is just the a realization of that the awareness of that part of yourself is what led you to shedding that skin of who you are So then we have the seven of earth here um which is what is worth the time and effort right what is worth your time and effort not even this like your life have a look at it what are we doing what investments and returns what are you investing into your health your whatever right you know what what matters to you a, a very not what has always mattered to you not what could matter to you but as you grow right now you know what as an act of self-love what is it that you spend your time effort and energy on what are you investing into in any sense whatever that means to you in any way oh wow king of wands the judgment course it's the ace of cups okay so think about this so the set if the seven of earth says to you what is worth the time and effort it's a taurus card right what is worth the time and effort now 
remember, right? This is going to be determined. Let's backtrack this a little bit because I can say all of that, but you, I'm, I'm asking you to apply it to your situation. If you have a spark, right, of I'm going to be an accountant or something, right? But it's like, I don't know if they even need accountants or their jobs. I just heard that they're getting rid of this. They make, they've got an online feature now or they've got an app that people can just do their account accounts on that. Or, you know, if you're in the US or we're going to change to that European system where we don't need to do our accounts like that anymore. It's going to be a PAYE, which is what we have over here, right? It's, it's something's going to change. So that is you've had a spark and you, you're looking at i don't know how i'm going to do this but the hermit would say where's the power in that situation because why did i want to become an accountant because there's a number of different things that, that you a way you can express your values and that you can do it that way and it becomes very apparent very quickly if you're doing something just for you know, financial gain. And hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I want to be very clear. There are some people and, you know, increasingly I know I've witnessed my a part of me that's like that, that do not want to work harder. They want to work smarter. And, you know, that's a very Scorpio kind of thing as well of to, you know, maybe I just want to create a product and it just keeps selling and doing and I don't have to do this. I want to go hang out with you know, my family or hang out with my friends or I want to go explore, I want to do other things. That there are other things that matter to me than work. But sadly, I live in a world that, you know, I need money to be able to find out even sadly, but, you know, that's cool. But I don't want to work as hard as I did for that. That could be the case. But again, it's your values that need to come out from that. Because we can make it all about, oh, I'm going to take this career and I don't know if it'll work. And it's like, well, why am I actually trying to get to work here? Because that is how you answer that question of, is it worth my time? Your values, the strength to see why you're really doing this, to be completely honest with yourself. That's going to dictate if you show up as the king of wands, like giving your might to this. The kings have might. They, they're the fixed signs, right? In the way that I read the cards. But so for me, that's Leo energy. And that's bringing that, you know, that, full power of a king who's mastery over something to bear on a situation it's weight it's not in a kind of dense kind of way it's 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 a stabilizing influence the state and i know we're two weeks ago we're talking about instability but you stabilize things you what you the things around you they're not giving you stability or whatever it's what you do and so this could have been the emperor. It may as well have been the emperor. I wonder if the emperor's going to come up somewhere down here if the king of wands comes. Because he, he feels like the emperor in this reading rather than just the king of wands. But it is, the with judgment coming up here, is it worth the time, um, effort and energy? Not based on what you've done. Not based on the idea of the spark. Not based on what the future looks like. Not based on, you know... Um, well, yes, based on your values. Yes, based on I'm the one that's going to have to do this long term and stick with this, right? Based on that. But remember, you've changed. You've shed that skin. This is from a different place of power. And if you think about it, just talking about it in that way, like taking the power away from outside of you, that's the hermit, and taking ownership and accountability yourself. Like, I'm the one that's going to have to show up and keep doing this. Do I love this enough? Do I feel enough 
uh, this does it fill my cup up enough does it bring me to life enough ace of wands right to do this because that's ultimately what's going to be you know the fact and you may have to look at your habits you may have to look at how you spend your time maybe you can't spend so long scrolling um on social media something that i would recommend and i've I'm, I'm been doing it this year i've been doing it since the the beginning since the first of january of this year and it came from the idea of last year when i did my reading challenge you know 50 books in 2023 i kept a note of all my books i i wrote the book the date that i started it the date that i ended it and the format you know whether it was an audio book um a book book you know whatever so and from that i decided this year you know what i'm going to do the same with my viewing habits so i have a read list now i have a watch list and i have two pages on it one is for movies and shows that i watch the other is for podcasts and youtube videos and you know all this kind of stuff that i do and just that's what i'm saying about awareness just bringing my awareness to my habits in those areas have changed them because immediately i don't just go randomly going around clicking on things so i know i'm gonna have to write it down i'm much more discerning hermit virgo of what i watch now even with that discernment right and i don't know how, how many hours i'm up to i think it was something like 30 um so it's the 10th of Fab February. No. God, what am I trying to say? So I, I, the 10th of February, I'm I'm looking at that um, watch list and it's 30 hours, 30 hours of podcasts. And, you know, that's me every week watching Christopher Witeki. That's me every week listen, like listening to different podcasts. I like long form stuff. But I was still surprised that 30 hours of my life had gone that's not including movies and shows i don't really watch that many i've only watched about four movies this year um and just bringing your awareness to something just shining a light in that area can show you what you could do differently and because it's the seven of earth which you know i'm going to think about uh, jupiter in taurus and stuff it would be a good time to discern like what do i actually do with my time what do i do with my effort and I'm not saying you have to go around making spread. I've got a Virgo moon. I love doing shit like that, right? Um, but you don't have to. But are you aware of what you did? As this is not about guessing. You know, anything to do with Virgo is not going to be about guessing. Now I know Pisces doesn't want us to do shit like that. It's just like, oh, we're looking at the consciousness behind it. But there's a relationship there. That if it's asking, is it worth your time, effort, energy? And based on that, that's why you'll do it who you are judgment says there's a rebirth of who you are and so it doesn't just come from how good of an idea it is or if it's inspired it's by what is evoked within you how do you feel how does having the idea make you feel now what's in your cup based on this spot what brings you to life what is being brought to life what part of your character is being shed for you to go forward even considering this forget doing it considering it no wonder then we have um and you know it's fascinating to me because i always say like pages and aces are very similar because they're beginnings right so it's like we've got the beginning or the potential of fire we've got the potential of water we've got the page of earth here which is like the potential of earth right and then we've got the the page of swords here a page of air potential of air and yet the pages take it down back to basics so these are the potential right what is there 
these are the big back to basics the page of earth's values beyond money and all of that stuff like what do i value especially with strength coming up there from a really deep place because that's your obstacle to success that's the that's the obstacle to overcome but with the page of air here this is a beginner's mindset it's that i mean that's the first way to bring things into awareness is to look at them differently show up differently six of wands there's a lot of leo cards coming up i knew it i knew it <laughs> the emperor because that feels like the emperor but i'm only clarifying with the one deck so we've only got one emperor to play with so i knew that i bet you the emperor is going to come up again because this one feels like the emperor which is an identity of yours it's something you know it, it might even it, it might even be something that you're really good at i just say you know take it from someone who's done it that three of ones um it's an Aries card as well that there are a lot of people that have had realizations me being one of them of you know it's not enough just to be good at something that's not just who i am someone who's good at something and so you know you might be and hey that may be enough for you that being good at something that's something that you value like all the stars align and it fills your cup now who knows right two weeks from now or you know whatever this, this happens and I, i'm at end of pisces season i'm like you know what i think i'm gonna do personal readings again or whatever right i'm not that's not me proclaiming that but it's that sense of a change in identity that the change that needed to happen has happened so it can be that like this can is there's something very insidious about this reading in that it's the shedding of a skin which is why you get the emperor and the king of wands because that's what you do that's who you are that's how you want to be seen six of wands how we are seen how what we're proud of about ourselves but think about this right and i'll give you an example of this i used to love people that you know for their knowledge and i still do like you know i read books and stuff because these people are knowledgeable in their fields and it's interesting to read but if i'm having a discussion online if i'm you know on x or whatever the hell it's called now or you know on social media or whatever if i'm interacting with people and you ever talk to someone like that who's an expert in a field and the conversation always comes back to that to that because they're an expert in it they can show up with confidence and pride when you talk about that because it's hard to say i don't know but in a way with with the page of ear coming up here it's almost the thing to be proud of is your curiosity the thing to be proud of is your openness to say well i don't know but we could figure something out here is to look at it with fresh eyes is not that you know well i already know what's going to happen here i knew that was going to happen like that's it's just boring right i mean that's just an example of this but you will have it in a different way in that is do we take pride in showing up and you know healthy pride is a wonderful thing to have that if you show up from this place of pride of like you know well i don't know but doesn't that take more courage to show up that way that i change my identity in a way from someone who needs to have all the answers and to be have it all together and to be perfect to, to just show up 
and see what that doing that makes me like what who do I become through that process that this is not just willy-nilly showing up but you got the three of wands here so this is that to show up and facing the direction that I want to go gonna use that word again I, I love I do love that word is you know you hear a lot about dystopias and utopias I love protopia I love that notion of protopia it's like you it, you know we can say things are good or bad this is a dyst this is dystopic or this is you know utopia or whatever protopia is we are headed generally in the right direction that society is headed in the right direction and we can do that in ourselves as well you know, I might not have all the, the answers. I may not know what thing. I may not have earned all the money. I may not be getting married. I may not, like whatever the end goal is. Are we headed in that direction? And are we showing up more and more in the service of that? Are we more becoming the direction that we're going in? Important to ask these questions in Pisces season, first week of Pisces season, because what we will see with that is who we are now and who we or the last time we were like a year ago right and we stopped being someone back in libra season the north node's been in bloody aries for whatever and this is massive focus on you because we can talk about meetings right what did i say rendezvous ali you can go down rendezvous ali i i could be about to meet you right i could be meeting whatever like emulating mars and venus I could be whatever I'm about to to meet. How am I going to meet that person? Who is the version of me that meets? Does even entering the alley with the idea of meeting someone does that change me? And even with that shedding of the skin part, right? It's I don't, I don't I know I'm not doing this justice, which is why I'm belaboring the point here. But you know what it was saying that it's not just about discarding parts of yourself. It's not about the skin that's being shed. It's about the process of what changed. It's not about the inspiration. It's how that inspiration changed you. How you not literally not being someone. I mean, Ace of Cups is self-love. It's spiritual growth, emotional growth. It's self-love. How do I show up? in a way that is more self-love and with the king of wands and the emperor here this is not the thing that i will love myself if i'm the king of wands no or i will love myself if i'm the emperor if i'm responsible if i'm always right if i'm in control if i've got all the answers that's not self-love that is approval i learned all that from doing leo readings in fact leo's reading for Aquarius uh, season was um a truer version of love Approval is not love. Not being judged is not love. Those are not love. It's accepting and owning whoever you are, whatever you do, but being aware and watching your own progress and process as you are changed. The more you show up, the more you are changed, the more you are challenged, the more you shed, right, in a way. But it's not about the shedding. It's not like the snake's not trying to get rid of the skin. Why does the snake shed the skin? Because it grows. The shedding of the skin is a byproduct of the snake's own growth. 
So this is kind of coming forward and being seen more and showing up more and focusing more in the direction that you want to go in and saying, well, this is who I am, right? And we're going from the king of wands to the emperor. But with the beginner's mindset of like, I've never done this before. I don't really know where I'm going. Because the moon, ace of wands, moon, we needed the answers. Like, we don't know where we're going. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing until I get to where I need to be. This is, I'm just going to keep showing up. It's going to keep changing me. I'm going to keep shedding skins. I'll keep becoming. So who knows, right? And, and then think about that. That is a rendezvous with fate. Because as we keep rising up, when we keep rising up to, to meet whatever is in front of us or, you know, who we are becoming, we encounter different situations. And think about this. If I had never... Um, think about all the steps that happened between me picking up my first deck of cards and me sat here right now in front of you doing this reading. But when I picked up that first deck of cards, which was 1995, you bet your ass I didn't think I was going to be on YouTube one day doing readings. Like, that didn't occur to me. But was it an Ace of Wands moment? Yes. Absolutely it was an Ace of Wands moment. And the way that I've stayed with it and worked with it and done whatever... Did I do it to, to be seen as a tarot reader? Hell no. I hung out with all rational people, you know, that, and so in, in a way to do tarot was to look stupid. It wasn't even to look like, you know, oh my God, she can read the tarot. It was, oh God, how do you, how do you call yourself a rational thinker? And then you're doing this shit. But it was, I was seeing things. I was exploring parts of myself. So all these things happen to get me to where I am here. And I'm sure you can see that somewhere in your life. Think about the work that you do. Think about what you studied. Think about how you ended up with the family that you're in. Or, you know, all of those. I mean, if you, if you, you know, got kids and uh, you're married or, you know, in a relationship or whatever. It's, you didn't plan those things. You didn't decide. You didn't know where it was going to end up. For better or for worse, you didn't know. Now, here, what the hell is the Five of um, Swords doing here? Now, the Five of Swords... The Five of Swords, it is a... Um, I think it's Venus. Venus in Aquarius, right? Which Venus is in Aquarius. But think about that. It's a bit more of a cutthroat. I don't want to say cutthroat as in we're doing it to people, but way of understanding what we want. The Five of Swords is the card, it can be, of being selfish or being seen as selfish. But this is what I want. But this is why I want it. It's the card of blind ambition. It's the card of taking everyone down that you can because you want to win. Right? It can be ruthless and it because it's it's a bit detached, right, from the emotional parts of it. But it's a mental challenge. It's strategizing and coming up in how do I win the fight? How do I get this? Whatever it costs me, I'm going to do it. But how do I win? So it's it's a mental challenge. It's a card. It's an agent of chaos, right? So it's an agent of mental chaos. Uh, now, that five of swords there is amazing in this reading, right? When I first saw it, I was like, hmm, don't know where that's going to go. This ace of wands coming up with it had just made that amazing. Why? Because here we've got a spark in the darkness with, I don't know where that's going to go. I don't know what's going to come of this. I don't know, you know, the unknown, illusion, fantasy, inspiration, got no idea what to do with it. Here, 
what makes this worthwhile of no i'm not saying go around you know fight people and win and all the rest of it but it's a reminder of what the hermit learned over here about being disciplined and applying to this is this thing of if the five of swords is what am i willing to do like it's an empty victory you're not guaranteed a victory and even if you win it's empty because you've lost something to to gain something else even if you lose right even if you lose it's an empty loss because it, in that sense then um because it's just logical it's a strategy right that you come up with of what you're going to do what is it going to take to do this but it's the combination of this spark that's what brings me to life right of that is the win the ace of wands is the win that there's a spark here and that what matters is less about what will happen down the road that can i see what's going to happen how do i get rid of these shadows what's the illusion and more about how i engage how do i strategize and come up with what i want to do and you know pick my battles wisely or whatever right and i don't even think it's about battling here i think that this for whatever reasons come up more as a strategy of coming up here but it's the strategy what to feed the flame to feed the spark that's the victory the ace of wands that becomes the victory of oh how do i engage with this how do i feed this how do i grow this how do i create more how do i nurture this this spark that i've got it's not about any winning or losing against anyone out there in the world Queen of Swords. All of this reading is saying, how am I changed through this? Right, I'm not going to... Oh, there's only two. I thought there was a whole pile of them. How am I changed through this? Now you've got... I mean, look at this. Is this... Would this have been another um, emperor? Has the emperor come up here as in what we're focused on? what we're dealing with and who we're becoming because you've got the same dynamic coming up king of wands queen of wands emperor we've got the queen of swords here through the spark through the inspiration the what does the queen of swords always say right she has been changed for every experience she's ever had not i mean on one hand yeah if you want a, a, a queen of swords who's never done any shadow work not aware of her own shadow is only aware of what she thinks and how she feels and what has happened to her which i'm hoping with the south node in libra when it's not thinking that way anymore she's libra right it's not that it's ownership it's like she understands she was changed by that it's her story she's the one that changed because the one that's giving all of her power out to you know and we're coming in not doing that anymore to you know this person that person they do this they do that right then i don't know if this reading's made sense to you if that's how you see her because that's what she would do she would say well yeah these people are shit then no one gives a crap about anything like just judgments she's she's judgmental about what goes on around her she's unaware that she's projecting this stuff of that she's done it to herself that's and hey i think the south node and libra is doing that of you know I, I hear a lot about relationships changing and all the rest of it i'm less interested about the relationship changing and i'm more interested in why why is that relationship changing and if it's all about well they do this right then it's huh right that doesn't make sense but or 
And they may be doing that. But I'm saying it's not enough to just say what somebody else is doing, is to know what was sparked within you. It, it could be that, you know, I, I feel like I can't be who I am in this relationship. But then it's, that's taking ownership from your own place, right? I can't be who I am because I don't know every time I be around this person, I just lapse into the same dialogue and the same thing. You know, what's that Ramdas quote? If you think you're enlightened, go spend three days with your family. Like nowhere do you do this more than with your own family. We just lapse into the old dance, the old behaviour. But what I love about this is, so we've got this mental challenge where the, the, the victory is not, in whether you win or lose outside of yourself it's in does it nurture my spark and and that in and of itself can also lead down around well i don't give a shit but that's more capricorn we're not getting capricorn energy here you know capricorn can be that kind of ruthless anything to win energy that's not what's coming up here it's what am i growing what am i feeding how is my story about myself changing right because then the opportunities change, just the the wheel of fortune there. Fate meets me, like rises the, the ground like rises up to meet me as I show up from a different place. As I behave differently, I think differently, I tell a different story about myself and who I am and what happened with me, right? And I then do something differently. I not keep a hold of my spark in the shadow or even need it to be dark to see my spark but I show up in a different way and I realize that you know destiny is always changing the wheels always turning so I can do something differently with this it's, it's up to me to show up and do something differently because you've got the nine of wands here the most important thing you ever need to know about the nine of wands is it's time to wrap it up it's tenacity, it's endurance, it's amazing, right, to do that with the Nine of Wands. That person has gone through a lot. They took the ace, they did whatever, right? And, and I'm not, I don't think this is applying to this. I think this might very clearly be saying to you, well, if you're 100% in now on that ace of wands, if you're ready to back it, ready to feel it, ready to do whatever, then what are you not going to be doing anymore in a certain way? Because it's earth, I'm sorry, it's fire. So with fire, it's how you express yourself. And the best way to remember with the nine of wands is, you know, if, if this is like winning and losing, which it isn't, but we can see the five of swords as winning and losing. With the nine of wands, it's, hey, you've given this a lot of time, effort and energy. And I, I've said this before about communities that I've joined and started and did all sorts. And one of my leaving talks that I did, and I said, hey, you know, if it can't stand on its own two feet without me there, which I, that's a cult then, that's not a bloody community. Communities, they, they thrive based on the community members, not who starts the community. The failure or the success of a community is down to every single one of those community members that engage in it. It's got nothing to do with who started it, whose name's over the door, who set the server up, who did whatever, who opened up, you know, served the tea and coffee in the place. They can only help. That's facilitating, facilitating something. But so the nine of ones for me in that sense was always like, you know, if it needs me to be here and to run it, and I'm not talking about Korean Insta, I'm talking about communities before that, then 
it's not a community that's my force of you know, the that's my kind of um force of personality or my energy that is keeping that place thriving you might see this in your relationships you might see this in you know things that you've been giving a lot of time effort and energy to but that's what the nine of one says you know if you need to keep giving this much energy to it then you have to ask yourself how if it can't stand on its own now you know it's the same with a kid you can apply this to anything when when you, the child is first born you give it around the clock attention right a kid like needs feeding needs nappy changes needs all sorts of things can't do anything is helpless if you're still doing that at when that baby's grown up into a 20 year old we got problems you know you wouldn't just keep doing it because you've been doing it for so long you might get stuck needing to do it then for that long if that 20 year old's never been taught how to use a toilet or to eat solids or to speak or to do any of that stuff we would never do that so with the nine of wands it's saying that look it needs to have an opportunity now to stand on its own like wrap it up let's get it done let's get it whatever and we'll see if it can stand on its own and if it can't well then that's the if it all collapses the minute you leave or step away from it or stop doing the thing then you know that something in your process needs to be changed that whatever you did from the ace to the nine you've seen the results of it seven of pentacles you've seen the results of it you see what your time effort and energy that you've invested in certain things in a certain way you see the result of that and that's central to everything is the seven of pentacles then you know okay well i need to change it up i need to do something differently this process isn't working of course the hierophant shows up as soon as you say the path that got me here isn't working the hierophant if the result is always the same if it falls apart the minute i stop holding it then the process has to change the path that got me here is always going to lead to this point. It will always repeat. Nine of Wands, again. And you can see her there. She's fed up, right? It will just zap. That's all that you do then. You just zap more and more of your own energy if you do it the same way. Now we've got the Queen of Pentacles. It also there's a, a difference here as well right so i mean how many queens did we get the only queen that's missing is the queen of cups um you've got the queen of pentacles queen of pentacles and she's actually holding a baby here what does she do how does she grow she doesn't get fixed in how she's doing stuff she doesn't, she doesn't make it about herself right she nurtures the thing and lets it grow into whatever it needs to grow into so that baby gets nurtured how do you nurture something by giving it what it needs at each stage how do you grow a plant right by watering it like trust me like it needs different amounts of water it needs less water when it's smaller doesn't even need it sometimes sometimes uh, some seeds germinate in the dark you put them in the fridge in a container some of them need sunlight you put plastic or glass case over it so they can get sunlight but it's covered you parent the child that you've got you whatever the spark is whatever the inspiration is you give it what it needs rather than making it about who you are because you will be changed through that process 
you know if you see her if she didn't have a kid there she was a different person maybe she went out all the time maybe she did other things right but i'm sure like as many women will tell you or even like you know parents any parent will tell you becoming a parent changes you being responsible for another person's life changes you but she's not making the plan to change the process changes her right she didn't think all right now i have to go be a mother right okay where's the manual on how to be a mother or how to be a parent she didn't think that the process of caring for this life for nurturing for giving it what it needs from understanding what the values are, instilling those values, allowing this child to grow into whatever it's going to grow into, that process, yes, she she's all about changing this thing and letting it grow, but she is also changed through that process. I think I'm still going to call this reading Rendezvous Ali. You know why? Because whatever meetings that happen, whether it's you meeting your own inspiration, you meeting your feelings, you meeting yourself seeing yourself clearly deciding who you want to be right but finding that spark because it's all about the spark ace of wands came up twice here and how we engage with the stories that we tell and what we're going to do from this place right how we nurture and grow these things and not the way we've always done it because nine of wands twice seven of pentacles says you already see the results your life is the result of whoever you have been and however you have engaged with it It is inevitable when you think about growing something, nurturing something, giving time, effort and energy, attention to it, you will be changed. Allow yourself to be changed through that process. Yeah, and that, you know, so that's, I think I'm going to call this one. I'm going to still call it Rendezvous Wally because I like that. Because the rendezvous changes you, not what you rendezvous with. Dear you, you are in such good shape right now that we're all doing a happy dance in this moment. You have, the, oh, sorry, we're all, let me say that again. You are in such good shape right now that we're all doing a happy dance. In this moment, you have the power to make a choice, to get with spirit and co-create a miracle. You may wonder where this is all going, but if you want to manifest your desires for the highest good, you need to stay focused on the now. All power is in the present moment. Ask yourself, what are your dominant thoughts now? What beliefs are you motivated by? Do you have clarity right now? How is your conscious contact with the divine? Are you plugged in or are you trying to do life all by your small self? Get rid of negative energy now. Resentments be gone. Forgiveness and love enter please. You can do your life beautifully and create your most powerful future right here, right now, in this moment. Aren't you thrilled to know you have a huge cheering section over here? love and hugs always there you go my lovelies those are your messages there was something else this i mean even part of this with that conscious contact with the divine and belief that's the wheel of fortune that's jupiter and, you know and we've got the hierophant coming up here the, think about it this way this is the other way that i'll put it um if you've gone on a hundred dates 
and they every single one turned out exactly the same way right that's queen of swords Do, are you gonna say that i oh, forget it, i'm just not gonna date anymore or is it like something about the criteria that i bring to this my values that i bring to it the kind of people i'm choosing to date with how i'm picking these people like something there needs to change in my process you'd look at it with as the page of swords and then you know or it's like well they always look like i mean sadly i've heard this story plenty of times they always look so good in the, the on the first date the mother second or third I don't know like something just goes wrong i don't really like them and stuff right and so what we do is we don't even stop trusting the other person we stop trusting our own assessment of of it like well i guess i don't know like i always think they're great on the first date and then they turn into whatever but it's the queen of wands it's the king of wands it's the emperor it's this not how we show up like what we how we engage with this how what we do at the rendezvous right that is what needs to change rather than who we're rendezvousing with and what is born out of that the wheel of fortune then just meets us and greet uh, you know that's where we co-create there's different seasons for different things but there you go lovely people i love you guys very much i will see you next time but that's all for now goodbye